Then with regard to the next point that we'll take as the last point today, insha'Allah. Then At-Tahawi, rahimahullah, he moves on to another important matter from the matters of belief. He said, وَبِعَذَابِ الْقَبْرِ لِمَنْ كَانَ لَهُ أَهْلًا وَسُؤَالِ وَسُؤَالِ مُنْكَرٍ وَنَكِيرٍ فِي قَبْرِهِ عَنْ رَبِّهِ وَدِينِهِ وَنَبِيِّهِ عَلَى مَا جَاءَتْ بِهِ الْأَخْبَارُ عَنْ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَعَنِ الصَّحَابَةِ رِضْوَانُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِمْ He said, and in the punishment of the grave for those who are deserving of it. I mean, something else that we have to have iman in. And in the punishment of the grave for those who are deserving of it. And in munkar and nakir, questioning each person in his grave about his Lord, his religion, and his prophet, as occurs in the narrations from Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and from the companions, may Allah be pleased with them. With regard to this point, so it's a point with regard to the punishment of the grave and the questioning in the grave by the two angels, Munkar and Nakir, as occurs in the authentic narrations. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan said in his explanation, Shaykh al-Islam. Mean Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, of course. Shaykh al-Islam mentioned in Al-Aqidah al-Wasitiyah that Iman in the last day includes everything which occurs after death. With regard to punishment in the grave and bliss in the grave and with regard to the resurrection and with regard to the presentation of the records, al-arad, and with regard to the reckoning, al-hisab, and the weighing, or rather the, the scales, al-mizan, and the un- and the unrolling of the scrolls, and the paradise and the fire. Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah has mentioned that one of the pillars of one of the pillars of Iman is having Iman in the last day. So Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah has mentioned that this covers, Iman in the last day covers all the things he just mentioned. All of these are a part of Iman in the last day. Belief in punishment of the grave, everything that happens after death. Punishment in the grave, bliss in the grave, the, resur- the resurrection, presenting of the records, the reckoning, the scales, the unrolling of the scrolls, and the paradise and the fire. And whoever denies anything from that, then he will not be a believer, he will not be a mu'min in the last day. In other words, it's not enough just for, for belief in the last day that just a person believes after death there's, some, there's a life after death and that's it. No. And then denies any of these things. Rather, all of these things are essential for belief in the last day. As Sheikh Fawzan said, so whoever denies anything from that, he will not be a believer in the last day. Then he said, Sheikh Fawzan said, and as for the last day, al-yamul akhir, 
as for the last day and whatever occurs in it from the affairs of the hidden and the unseen then we do not enter into that with our intellect and our, our thinking I mean our own ideas we don't start playing around with that with our own intellects and our own thinking rather we only rely upon what occurs in the book and the sunnah and we do not meddle in these affairs and we do not speak about them except with a proof obviously meaning because they are affairs of the ghaib the hidden and unseen affairs that we cannot reach except through a text of the book or the sunnah then he said referring to this specific point point number 170 and the grave al-qabr the grave is a barzakh the grave is an intermediate stage between this world and the hereafter and the meaning of barzakh is a separation between two things in the grave is a barzakh as occurs in the ayah that the Sheikh will mention. The grave is described as a barzakh. And then he said in the language, the barzakh means a separation between two things. It's a, a place of separation or period of separation between this, this life and the next life. Then he quotes the ayah, وَمِمْ وَرَائِهِمْ بَرْزَخٌ إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ Surah Al-Mu'minun, the 23rd surah, ayah 100. With the explanation, and behind them there is a barrier right until the day when they will be resurrected. I mean, the people who have died, they have a barrier preventing them from coming back into this life. A barazakh, a separation or a barrier. Sheikh Fawzan said, So the grave, the qabr, the grave is a waiting place. And after it, the people will move on to the resurrection and the reckoning. So Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, he mentions that the abodes, the places where the people live, the abodes are three. The first abode is Darul dunya is the abode of this world. And that is a place of action and earning whether it be good or evil the actual word in the printed text here is kasb min khayrin aw sharafin which would be translated as that this this abode the abode of this world is a place of action and of earning good deeds or nobility and it seems wallahu alam there's a slight printing error wallahu alam it could be correct that way, that in this world a person earns good or nobility. But it seems more likely, wallahu alam, that the, there's a far been put in which should not, should not be there. And it should be min khayrin aw sharr. That this, this world is an abode, is a place of action and of earning actions, whether good or evil. Wallahu alam. So that's the first abode, the abode of this world, which is a place of action. And he mentions, Ibn al-Qayyim mentions the second abode, which is 
Dar al-Barzakh, the intermediate stage. And that is a temporary abode. I mean the grave, after a person's died and put in his grave. That's the second abode, second place he's going to live in. In the intermediate stage, which is a temporary abode. And therefore, those who say, Mathwahul Akhir, have made a mistake. He mentions this phrase which people use in Arabic, and they also use the same phrase in English, when they talk about someone who's died, that they say he's gone to his final resting place. And Sheikh Al said, This is a mistake. I mean, they, he's gone to his grave, he's been buried. This is a mistake. When you say about someone who's been buried, that he's gone to his final resting place, this is wrong. Because the grave is not the final resting place. As Muslims, we believe the grave is not the final resting place, it's just a temporary passing, passing stage. The final resting place is what comes next, which is the third abode. Darul, Darul Qirar, or Darul Qarar, the abode of settling, the settling place. And that is paradise or the fire. One of those two, only one of those two. The final abode, the place of settling, is paradise or the fire. Then he quotes the ayah. وَإِنَّ الْآخِرَةَ هِيَ دَارُ الْقَرَارِ Surah Ghafir, the 40th surah, ayah 39. With the explanation, and the hereafter, that is the abode of remaining forever. Then Sheikh Al-Fawzan said, discussing the matter of the grave, he said, So when the deceased is placed in his grave, and he is buried, and the people depart and leave him, and he hears the sound of their footsteps, as occurs in the hadith, then his soul is returned to his body. And this is an intermediate life. I mean, when the people have left him, after burying him, his soul is put back in his body. And he's now given life again. Hayatun barzakhiyya. An intermediate, a life in the intermediate stage. Which is known only to Allah. Is not known, this life of the intermediate stage is not known except to Allah. And Allah has full power and ability over everything. So after his soul is returned to his body and he is given life again, then two angels come to him and ask him three questions. Man rabbuk wa ma dinuk wa man nabiyuk. Who is your Lord? And what is your religion? And who was your prophet? In a footnote they mention this occurs as part of the long hadith. They mention it's a hadith reported by Ahmad and Abu Dawood and Al-Hakim. And this hadith, a long hadith about what happens when the person is placed in his grave, is a long hadith declared sahih, authentic by Shaykh al-Albani, which mentions the coming of the two angels to him. So Shaykh al-Fawzan said, they come and they ask the person in his grave, who is your Lord? And what is your religion? And who is your prophet? 
So if he gives a correct answer, then he will succeed and prosper. And his grave will become a garden from the gardens of paradise. And then on the day of resurrection, he will become an inhabitant of paradise, of Jannah. But if he fails in his answer and does not respond, then his grave will become a pit from the pits of the hellfire. And his grave will be crushed inwards upon him until his ribs cross over. Whereas the first person, I mean the person who gives the correct response to the angels, his grave is made spacious for him to such an extent that it's made as far as wide as the eye can see. And a gate will be opened for him from paradise. And its breeze and fragrance will come to him. Whereas this one, the second one, the one who gives the wrong answer to the angels, he will be squashed in his grave until his ribs intertwine. And then a gate of the fire will be opened for him so that its heat and its fiercely hot wind come upon him. And Allah's refuge is sought. So the correct answer, the correct response, is that by which Allah will make the person who says it firm, which is to say, Rabbi Allah, Wadini al-Islam, Wanabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The correct response in the grave is, My Lord is Allah. My religion is Islam, and my Prophet is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan quotes the ayah, يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْقَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ Surah Ibrahim, the 14th surah, ayah 27. With the explanation, Allah will make firm those who have iman. Allah will make the believers firm with the firm saying in the life of this world and in the hereafter. Then Shaykh Fawzan finishes by saying, explaining why Allah gives makes the person firm in the grave, the believer makes the believer firm in the grave and gives him this correct answer. He says, this is because of his having iman in Allah and his messenger. It is not, I mean the reason that a person in the grave gives the correct answer, that's the reason. Because he before he had iman in Allah and his messenger. It is not on account of his having learnt it or gained, or gained it through intelligence. It's not enough to just a person he reads it in a piece of a kafir, reads a piece of paper, reads what the answer is going to be, then in the grave he can, he's learnt it so he can give the correct answer in the grave. No, not at all. He said a person giving a correct answer in the grave will not be from that. Won't be because he's learnt it or because he's gained it through some intelligence. He said, so whoever does not have iman, whoever does not have true faith, then he will stumble in answering. And that is the believer, the monarch, that is the hypocrite. That is the hypocrite 
the munafiq, who makes an outward show of iman in this world and hides unbelief, then he will not be able to answer. He will say, ha, ha. He'll say, oh, oh, I don't know. I heard the people saying something, so I said it. Then he will be struck with an iron club and produce a sound which is heard by everything except for mankind. And if mankind heard that, they would faint. The next part of the same ayah, Surah Ibrahim, the 14th Surah, ayah 27, with the explanation, and Allah leads the wrongdoers astray. And Allah does what and Allah does whatever He wishes. In the wrongdoing unbelievers in the grave, they will not be able to answer correctly. And that's where Shaykh Al Fawzan ends explanation of this point. And the next point we shall leave till next time, again it does continue with regard to the affair of the grave. And just finally, as a couple of side points, Shaykh Al Bani Rahimahullah mentions in his small notes <coughs> with regard to this point here wabi adhab al-qabr wabi adhab al-qabr liman kana lahu ahlan and that we have iman in the punishment of the grave for those who are deserving of it Sheikh al-Albani said meaning the unbelievers the kuffar and the fusaq fusaq al-muslimin and the sinful Muslims. The first of these is clearly and definitely stated in the texts of the Quran. I mean, the unbelievers being punished in the grave is clearly stated in the Quran. And the explainer of Hawiya ibn Abil Iz, he mentions some of the ayahs which clearly show punishment in the grave. Amongst them, the ayahs with regard to the, the Fir'aun and his people, Surah Ghafir. The 40th Surah, Ayahs 45 to 47. Ayahs 45 to 47 from Surah Ghafir. Oh, no, sorry, the, Ayahs 45 and 46 from Surah Ghafir. Which mention clearly about the punishment of Fir'aun after death, mean in the grave, and then on the Day of Judgment as well. And also from Surah Tur, Surah Tur, the 52nd Surah, Ayahs 45 to 47. There is mentioned in these ayahs the punishment of the grave. So back to what Shaykh Albani mentioned, he said, so with regard to the punishment of the unbelievers in the grave, then this is clearly and definitely stated in the Qur'an. And as for the other affair, meaning the punishment of Muslims in the grave for certain sins, then that is stated in many ahadith, which reach the level of being mutawatir, as the explainer, meaning Ibn Abdul Iz, mentioned and others as well. So it is obligatory to have belief, to have aqidah in that. However, we do not delve into how it will be. I mean, how the punishment of the grave, how it is, how it happens, we don't delve into that. Since the intellect has no way to come across how it will be. 
and the texts of the legislation do not come with anything that is impossible in the intellect. However, they may come with something that cannot be comprehended by the intellect. That's an important principle that Shaykh al-Bani brings that some people don't understand. That the texts of Islam, the book and the sunnah, they never come with, this, with something that's totally impossible in the intellect. That doesn't happen. However, they may mention something which can't be comprehended, can't be reached by our intellects. So he said, so therefore it is obligatory to submit to that. Then he refers to the to explanation of Ibn Abil Iz for some of those ahadith with regard to the punishment of the grave. And he said, and also you can refer to the book As-Sunnah of Ibn Abi Asim, hadith numbers 863 to 877. Then with regard to a final point, with regard to the narrations about the two angels who come and question the person in the grave. Then Shaykh al-Bani mentioned, this is something mutawatir. As we have just mentioned, I mean the, the fact that they'll be questioning in the grave is also something reported in many, many narrations that reach the level of being mutawatir. Except for the naming of the two angels as munkar and nakir. Then that occurs in a hadith whose chain of narration is hasan, is good, which I've mentioned in a sahihah as hadith number 1391. I mean, the fact that they'll be questioning in the grave is mutawatir. There's so many hadith that mention that. But as for the actual names of those two angels, then that is not mutawatir, but it does occur in a hadith which is hasan, which is good. Alhamdulillah. A hadith reported by Tirmidhi, which is mentioned at the start of the wording. There's a hadith of Abu Huraira, radiallahu an, who said, Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, When the deceased is placed in his grave, or he said, when one of you is placed in his grave, two angels who are black with blue eyes come. One of them is called Al-Munkar, and, and the other one is called Al-Nakir. So that hadith that's in At-Tirmidhi, and Shaykh al-Bani mentions the hadith is Hassan, it's good, actually names those two angels, Al-Munkar and Al-Nakir. Alhamdulillah. And just as a final point, then the explainer, Ibn Abil Iz, then when he, he mentions the long hadith about the questioning in the grave, and then he makes the point, he says, And what is necessitated by this hadith, meaning belief in the punishment of the grave? This is held by all of the people of the sunnah and the hadith. All the people of sunnah and hadith agree with that. They hold that as their belief, that there will be punishment in the grave. And as a further side point, Abu Hassan al-Ash'ari, he mentions that the only ones who disagree about that were the Khawarij and some of the Mu'tazila. They disagree about punishment in the grave. As for the rest of the people of Islam, then they agree, they believe, they hold that as their belief. There will be punishment. There will be questioning and punishment in the grave. Alhamdulillah wa sallallahu ala Muhammad. <laughs>